This is Liz. And this is Sharon. And you're listening to Unrefined She. The well-being podcast for women like you who want to explore your health, claim your space, question norms, and live your best lives. Hosted weekly by entrepreneurs and women's health experts, Liz Winters and Sharon Bailey. As always, please keep in mind that the information shared on this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be considered medical advice. And now, let's dive in. This episode of Unrefined She is brought to you by our friends at Primally Pure. Try quality skincare that's organic with ingredients thoughtfully sourced that you can pronounce at primallypure.com. Use code UNREFINED10 for 10% off your first purchase. That's primallypure.com. Use code UNREFINED10. All right. Hello, everyone. Hello, Welcome back hello. to Unrefined She. We're here. We're here. Brand new year. 2021. New year. What's up? And like we predicted, all of our problems have magically gone away. The, That's right. Uh, the virus is gone. Um, racial injustice is no more. Mm-hmm. Climate con- change fixed itself. Totally fixed itself. Yep. It's, it's a great year. It's going to be, yeah. I've got a good feeling about this. So just sit back. And just go back to whatever you were doing in 2019. Just do that. Just keep doing that. It's yep, fine. Head down, hustle, go. Hustle, hustle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy new year though. I Happy new year. I still, I think we talked about this last episode. I still really enjoy the reset and refresh that you get around the new year. And Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just a nice like huh, collective sigh as a community, as a, like a global community as a global community well northern hemisphere that fair (laughs) i don't know how does the southern hemisphere do this what do you mean well it's like i i often think about the idea of like for me winter has always been the start of a new year oh but they're in summer right now summer right yeah oh so i mean i guess maybe there isn't but do you think still think like the the flipping of the calendar is enough for that (laughs) i don't know yeah, that's I mean, it. you are very tuned into your seasons, right? It's true. I am. Uh-huh. Others may not be, though they should be. Should. Oh, should. Should. <laughs> dun, dun, call dun. that foreshadowing. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, how are you doing, Liz? I'm, I'm good. It's early. I am still drinking out of a snowman mug because winter time. So snowmen yeah. are still uh, appropriate. And I learned this morning, or probably just remembered, that I'm only on my quote-unquote second cup of coffee, but this mug is so large that it holds half a pot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to be great. It's going to be fine. I'm going to talk really fast. <laughs> yeah, you're totally good to go. That's so good. <laughs> yes. uh, oh, yeah. Well, I jumped on. I was like, Liz, I have had not enough sleep and I'm over caffeinated. So I've got that weird feeling, which I'm oh. sure anybody out there who drinks coffee knows that the feeling. Worst. It is, but I took some CBD and I'm actually, of course I put some CBD on it, but I'm actually feeling it. a lot more balanced. <laughs> Love it. That's another mug idea. BT dubs. Put some, put some CBD, CBD on, it. on it. Yep. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. All well, day. CBD. Swag is coming y'all. <laughs> we'll get on our, it it's coming to our patreon community first have you joined uh-huh. that yet oh yeah 
Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> this is about as focused as we expected. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, 2021. 2021. What's cooking and in your kitchen? What is cooking in my kitchen? Well, by the time this airs... <laughs> <laughs> let me finish that sentence for you your kitchen is going to be ready right no i wouldn't go that far i've, I've adjusted my <laughs> expectations by the time this airs i will have drywall in my kitchen i'm gonna go oh with dang that. okay yes <laughs> and like i'll drink I said, some coffee to that <laughs> like i said last week if i don't my marriage is in trouble <laughs> <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. hopefully not foreshadowing <laughs> ooh, ooh. not putting that energy out of the world uh, um, drywall is such a bitch to put in it really is yeah it really is and mm-hmm. there's a lot that has to go behind the drywall where i'm like can we just figure that out later <laughs> but no you can't <laughs> but again my threeness is like really getting in the way where i'm like just make shit happen uh-huh and everyone else is like well we gotta gotta look at this and we gotta gotta do that and blah blah blah. oh oh mismeasured that i'm like oh jesus fucking christ (laughs) (laughs) and again this Uh is not my area of expertise so i'm not going to pretend for a second that i understand half of what is going on um currently there is a uh like a, a fake beam in the kitchen holding up the kitchen so they can replace a beam i don't know what that's called it's not actually a fake beam but anyway i walked in and i was like there is there are two giant posts and a beam in my kitchen where there are not going to be posts in my kitchen. And I'm going to assume that this is temporary and structural <laughs> because if you are putting posts in the middle of my kitchen, I will lose my shit. <laughs> anyway. So, so like a, like a, a temporary load bearing. Yeah. Load beam. bearing business. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. It's okay. not just where you're going to put your stripper pole. I mean, that's another option. Girl, <laughs> that's a good workout. I believe it. So, <laughs> But like legitimately, if you ever like watch people's Instagrams that like take those, like take classes or that are dancers, like, holy shit, like the core control to, I mean, it's insane. It's incredible. Yeah. So true. Uh Oh man. But what's actually cooking in my kitchen, biz kitchen is, uh, the first round of badass birthers club is launching this week or today's the seventh when this is airing. So next week, (laughs) think about when that is. Um, and I've got a solid group of people that are currently testing the program and it's like the best feeling ever to get this out in the world. This has just Mm -hmm. been like, I feel like I've been trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my business for so long. And one of like the great things that came out of 2020 was just like this this program, like the, this like nice tidy package to like put everything together mm-hmm. and be able to support clients and build community in a way that feels really aligned and really good. And that works for like my crew of people. And it's just, it's like so exciting to have this out in the world. And I like feel like I'm like, Oh, I know what I'm doing now rather than being like, so you can come over here and do this and you can go over here and do this and you can go over there and do that. And if you want to do all of that, that, well, no, you probably wouldn't do that. And it's anyway, I'm just really good to be like in this space and finding my crew that I can call like, the badass birthers club and we talk about bullshit and shoulds foreshadowing and 
you know, all these, like talking about parenting in a way that makes sense for us versus how we're often told how it should look like or how we feel like there is no space for the way that we want to parent or approach pregnancy. And it's, it's cool to like build that up and know you're not alone. So I am bubbling. It's not just the caffeine. No, I, uh, I can tell. And I know how hard you've been working on this and it's so exciting to watch it just like get the clarity and it just all coming together. And man, I wish that I could have been part of the badass birthers club when I was pregnant. So I know that you're going to help so many people with this program. I'm super excited for you. You could still be part of it. It's not just for pregnant people. That's true. That's true. My kid's four and a half. So So it may be just outside that window. (laughs) I'm slightly out of the window, but I know there's so many people who are listening here just like, dang, I want to be a badass birther. What up? Yeah. So we're really like the program is geared towards like early parenthood. So Mm. first three, like pregnancy, the first three ish years postpartum. And so we've captured like a lot of people in this first group who have like 18 month olds who are currently trying to conceive for baby number two or three. Um, and so that's been a really like fun group to watch, like mm. connect and navigate who they're like pregnancy the first time around sucked or like this aspect of postpartum sucked. And I don't want that to happen again. And so they're really like building that support together. So that's pretty rad. Oh, that's awesome. Well, mm. we'll link it in the bio. Oh, I mean, in the bio, in the, the show bio. notes, link in the bio. I've been, I've been on Instagram a little too much lately. Link, link in the show notes so link people can find it. Notes. Yeah, uh-huh. do it, do it. <laughs> what is cooking in your kitchen? Oh, uh, I'll do a biz report. And really it's actually um, for my work in anti-racism because Ooh. I did a workshop last night with Trudy LeBron uh, about like the concept of manifestation and like where it comes into play with anti-racism and how mm. the manifestation work is often like cause causes a lot of issue. And one of the big points that she made was race and zip code are the two biggest factors in life outcome. Interesting. Isn't that And so the idea of people just being like, just manifest that shit is, um, is really harmful to a lot of people. And it'll happen. Yeah. Uh, Or in like all the little, um, what a spiritual bypassing, like microaggressions, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it, this was meant to happen, like, um, you know, all kinds of things like that. It was, it was pretty fascinating just to hear it was more for business coaches. So it wasn't quite, you know, in my area of expertise, but at the same time, it was just really helpful to be a part of it. And, you know, when, when the black lives matter movement was, you know, rising up really strong in June and everybody was like rushing to do their anti-racism work. Um, one of the things that I did was attend uh, Rachel Rogers town hall. And that's how I ended up in her Schmilly club. Right. Um, but one of the things she said was like, you need to make these commitments in your business it, uh, for being anti-racist and, and you need to have like written commitments and, she made some suggestions, which was like 30% of your business expense goes to BIPOC that, you know, once 
a quarter or once a month or whatever it is, um, you know, as the business owner, you and your employees attend anti-racism trainings, you know, Ooh. all of these things. So, uh, so this was my second quarter and I was like, oh my God, I'm almost done with this quarter and I haven't taken a training and this training popped up and I was like, yes, okay, I have to do this. You know, this is just part of the work that I'm doing. And so anyway, this is more of a reminder to folks out there, like eight months ago or however long it was, we all like rose up and said we would like right. do this work. And I just wonder how many people out there are still uh, committed to that because it is a lifelong journey. And so that's kind of where I'm at today. Oh, I love that. And like, thank you for that reminder, right? Because like you and I as both as small business owners, we did make commitments several months ago and even as the podcast. So mm -hmm. it's something that we need to revisit and make sure that we're amplifying the right voices and um, really, you know, sticking to those things. Cause it's easy. Cause it's easy to fall back on like what we were doing before, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, 2019. It's easy to, to go 2019. 2019 go back to 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-2019. Um, what you said, though, about zip code, that reminds me. Have you read the book, The Other Wes Moore? No. Okay. This is a fabulous book, and it's about these two Black men, both named Wes Moore, that both grew up, I believe, in Maryland, but in different zip codes. And one went on to be, like, a... I, it's been so long since I read the book. I think like an attorney or, you know, some very respected profession. And the other one ended up in prison and they literally mm. grew up a block apart. Whoa. And through the fates, they like find each other. And I think it's because um, the other Westmore was um, like flagged in like a background check for something. And he's like, I haven't been to prison. Like, what are you talking about? And then he finds this other one and they start a correspondence. And it's a really, really fascinating take on, you know, how much where you grow up impacts your ability to move through life. Um, and, yeah. And it's, it's just a really interesting, really interesting book. Um, I highly recommend it. I don't cool. Yeah. Right, but we'll, we'll link we'll, that in the show notes. We sure will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> add it to your list of, of anti-racism reads. Yeah. I mean, it came out several years ago and um, I think I like heard about it on NPR or something and I picked it up and it's, it's a good one. Highly recommend. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Well, should we hear from our sponsors right now? We should. Hmm. <laughs> Sponsor time. Sponsor time. Hey there, listeners. Sharon here. This week's episode is brought to you by our friends at Rock and Roots Farm. If you have listened to any episode with me, you know how much I love CBD. I literally put it on everything. I am that CBD mom. I have also seen CBD help so many of my clients with pain, anxiety, period cramps, and even mild depression. Liz and I personally use CBD in our daily lives, and that is why we are honored and excited to have Rock and Roots Farm sponsor Unrefined She. Rock and Roots is a family-run farm and herbal medicine brand. John and Candace, the farmers and product makers at Rock and Roots, pride themselves on using regenerative agriculture while growing beyond organic hemp and vegetables. They are deeply invested in supporting their community through education programs on the farm and pay-what-you-can vegetable stands during growing season, all while creating affordable CBD and herbal products. We love Rock and Roots, and we know you will too. Shop their CBD and herbal product lines at 
www.rockinrootsfarm.com. That's rock, the letter in, rootsfarm.com, and select Unrefined She from the drop down menu as your affiliate at checkout. So don't shit on me. <laughs> don't shit on me. <laughs> You know, the first time I heard somebody say that, it was my now husband. Really? <laughs> Go, Ryan. <laughs> oh, man. It was like when we first, like one of his catchphrases is, don't tell me how to live my life. And now our four-year-old says that to us. And, oh, my God. I would lose my shit if my four-year-old said that to me. And He also literally laugh. tells us that at least like maybe once a day. So, <laughs> and I was like... Saying should about something because I'm just so Southern and should is just like ingrained into our culture. <laughs> and uh, maybe it's not a Southern thing. Maybe it's just the worldwide thing, but it's definitely like woven into the fabric of being Southern. But right. I said I should it on him about something and he was just like, don't should on me. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> don't yeah. shit on me. Don't shit on me. And I mean, Liz, what are your thoughts on the word should? Let's talk about that. Fuck that should. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just, in, in very few circumstances, I feel like anybody can tell you what you should and should not do. Mm -hmm. There are more guidelines than rules when it comes to life. And when you put a should in front of something, it sounds like it's a rule. Like it's a hard and fast, you have to do this when it's really probably more of a recommendation or maybe it's not even a recommendation. Right. <laughs> right. Just... Or you should have done that. I mean, there's like a layer of guilt in there. Oh yes. Ooh. Big layer of guilt. You say guilt and I'm like Catholic upbringing. Yeah. Southern. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Just yeah. lots of repression there. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think like this time of year, especially we're seeing a lot of shoulds creep up. We should set that goal to lose the baby weight. We should get a gym membership. We should, you know, insert whatever marketing is telling you right now. And Absolutely. it's a lot of pressure. So I think that's the other thing that comes up with shoulds. It's like this added pressure. And for me, when I see it in like the parenting and pregnancy space, it becomes a, it makes me question if I'm, if I'm showing up incorrectly, right? Is there space for me to navigate this world the way that I want to? Like, I should love being a mom all the time. I should put my career on hold to dive into parenting. I shouldn't put my career on hold to dive into parenting, right? Like it's, you can go either way. For me, I'm mm -hmm. like very career driven, obviously. So it's one of those, I'm like, oh, I should want to stay at home with my kids. <laughs> you know, it's like insert it all there. It's all the messaging. Yeah. So, right. It's like a layer of guilt and identity questioning and wondering if I'm doing it wrong. Those are my shoulds. Should. Should. Yeah. I mean, should gets laced into so many things. I wonder how many times a day I tell myself I should be doing one thing or another. Mm. Yes. I think I'm gonna, that's going to be like a, a thing that I do <laughs> for the then, next week. Yeah. And I like to question like, where is this should coming from? Is it internal or external? I think that's a great place to start. Mm -hmm. And often mm -hmm. I think it's external. 
Like, why do you think you should be doing something? Right. Yeah. Unpack that should. Yeah. Unpack it. (laughs) Well, that's our episode for today. Unpack that should (laughs) and we'll leave it there. Don't shit on me. Unpack that should. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's um, definitely this time of year. There's like, okay, end of holiday season. Everybody's eating their weight in cookies. Now the wellness industry is like, hey, buy my program. Do this. Do that. You should do this. You should do that. And, And it really does not set people up for like doing the things that feel right for them. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I should do this. I mean, it's just a painful marketing tactic. (laughs) Totally. I mean, you tell people they should be, they should be doing something and they're like, oh, should I? Shit. I didn't even know that. Should I have a Peloton bike right now? Shit. Let's talk about Peloton because earlier you were like, I want to talk about this. So let's talk about this. I was just thinking about Peloton and I was thinking about um, 20, actually 2018 Peloton. So like, let's take it way back. Right. Yeah, that's right. And how, no, it was 2019. Sorry. Um, How everyone was like up in arms with the commercial about the Peloton bike when the husband got his wife, the Peloton bike. Do you remember this? I don't. Okay, there was this marketing and there like the the guy gifts his wife a Peloton for Christmas, which one is like an insanely expensive standard to set for anybody because it's like a $2000 bike. <laughs> You're like, like "Oh, okay. baseline. Baseline plus a membership." Um it's like the couple that gifts each other's like the matching GMC trucks. I don't understand right. this. Like I'm like right. I am clearly not in this category that you're marketing to. Right, the hundred thousand dollar Christmas, like. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. Sorry, honey. I just got you a pair of socks. Like that's the yeah. world we're in. <laughs> um. Anyway, the Peloton bike, and everyone was up in arms because it it felt like here. Let me get you this like weight loss tool or whatever, because it's that's kind of how it felt. It was like, oh, good job, honey. You're now working out, and you you're hot for me now. So, right. I, what I want to know is what that couple knew that we didn't know going into 2020 because now <laughs> everyone has a Peloton bike and it is like the godsend, right? Because nobody can go to the studio. So I was like, what did you know before? I feel like they had inside, like Intel. They had insider Intel. Yeah. I was just they were about in on either. the conspiracy. Well, it's like all of us that were like, this is bullshit. Joke's on us. Now everyone wants a bike because we're all stuck at home. <laughs> Totally. Because <laughs> remember, we were questioning whether, like, we, I don't know, we were questioning, we're like, I don't know if Peloton's going to be able to recover from that, like, marketing faux pas. That was a bad commercial. Oh, I think they're right. doing. They're doing, they're doing just, just fine. fine. Just they're fine. doing just fine. Yeah. Because anyway. there's people like me out there who did not see that commercial. Oh. Not that I'm buying a Peloton bike. Not in my budget. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, very tempted. I have a couple clients that have them. And I'm like, man... You guys are like all in classes together, like racing. Like, I think that is one of the things I miss the most is having that like gym community accountability. It's not even accountability. It's just like that shared experience. And so I feel like not hashtag not an ad for Peloton, but props to them for. Yeah. <laughs> doing that. Also, if Peloton wants to sponsor us, I wouldn't say We're no. Into that. 
Totally. We'd be open to that. Go ahead and use our discount code unrefined10. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome our new sponsor. Oh my God. My husband would never let me, this is total dovetail on this. My husband would never let me get a Peloton because he's this like total grungy bike guy and he has these bike rollers that you just put a bike on it and they're just like tubes that you start riding your bike and you're basically just doing this thing right but they're super hard the first time he did (laughs) the first time he tried them he put his bike on that he had clip pedals on and so he's like hey come here uh, you know, let me hold on to your shoulder so I can get on these rollers. And he's got his bike. This is in our living room, like one <laughs> night after Fox had gone to bed. So he's like balancing on his bike on top of these rollers, holding onto my shoulder, trying to get his clips in. And he's like, okay, I think I've got it. He's all clipped in. I move. And he didn't even get one <laughs> pedal stroke in before he fell over and broke a table. He just fell straight. Oh my God. <laughs> straight onto a table. <laughs> And I'm like, so I still can't get a Peloton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. 2020. Uh, 2020. (laughs) Sounds about right. It's very on brand. And he's like, no, you should be able to do this. And I'm like, don't shit on me. Don't shit on me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Total side, side note but also on brand for 2020 um the whole jupiter saturn merging into one super planet in the sky oh yeah the conjunct conjuncture whatever yeah sure uh it was all cloudy last night when that was supposed to happen we're like we'll we'll just catch the next one in 400 years it's fine (laughs) (laughs) thanks 2020 i saw it it was really cool i mean if you didn't know you'd be like look at those stars up there sweet You should be able to tell what's going on. You should. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was definitely having some should moments because I was sitting there in my workshop, right? And meanwhile, it's during the time that this is happening. So mm. I've got my phone pulled up and I'm like watching some Italian replay. I don't know why it was Italian. I guess there's this giant telescope in Italy oh, and they perfect. were like, doing this yeah and so i'm like i'm double timing here right because i'm like i should be watching this i should be making my like my you know winter solstice resolutions because this is we're recording this the day after winter solstice y'all just so you know yeah so i'm like totally shitting all over myself like (laughs) i should be doing all of this stuff meanwhile my family is actually out of town for a couple of days. Right. And so I'm like, I should be utilizing this time. I should, I mean, I should all over myself so hard last night. And I finally just (laughs) said, Oh, F this and shut everything down and just like binge watch some Netflix. Good. That's what you should do. (laughs) That's what I should have done. You know? (laughs) So, but, but really like, how do you get yourself out of that? Like the should spiral? Like I'm trying to think about in real time, how it all went down. There was a lot of different things going on. I felt like I needed to do all of them. Mm. And then when I took a step back, I'm like, what's the most important, what does my body want to do right now? Oh, there you go. I love it. That. Just, I just wanted to rest. And so here I was telling myself, well, I should be, you know, having a candle lighting ceremony where I write all of my 
shit down that I want to mm-hmm. let go of and like move into the new year and set all these intentions. And I'm like, why do I have to do that right now? Right. You know what my body wants to do? It just wants to chill. My kid wakes up at the ass crack of dawn every day. <laughs> and so do I, because my husband cannot peel his ass out of bed. <laughs> it's impossible. And so I'm like, I've just been, I've been tired for a while. I think four years. Maybe I should just, <laughs> maybe I should just lay here. And I'm like, yes, that's the should I should do. <laughs> yes. I will take that should. I think it's really hard as like, as particularly driven and like, outcome oriented people like Mm -hmm. we want to see what the productivity is like what's happening that it's really hard to count rest as part of that process Mm -hmm. at least I really struggle with it where I'm like I will actually get more done if I pause and take a nap right now or go for a walk or take 10 minutes to do some exercise rather than sitting down and doing work emails first thing in the morning you know so oh absolutely it's really hard but I like, yeah. I like your, your, you noticed like how overwhelming the shoulds can be. Cause I think that's where we, the should spiral really starts for me as well as like the, the, the to-do list that is the to should list, if you will. Ooh, the to should list. To should. You don't actually have to do anything on that list. I mean, no. maybe you do, but only you can that's decide. that list. But, and then tapping into what your body is telling you and yeah, often for me, it's telling me that I'm over caffeinated because I switched to caffeinated coffee and perhaps... I should go back to decaf. Um, (laughs) That's for suckers. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think in the last year, that's the, the one, one of the big takeaways I have is how responsible rest is. And I have to Mm. tell myself that on repeat all the time. And there are oftentimes, you know, in my threeness, if you will, where the should cycle goes so hard and and it's when I'm trying to rest and and I usually take that as the the indicator that I need to rest you know when it when it's like when I start getting overwhelmed or when I start telling myself when I when I'm telling myself I need to do all these things that are like impossible humanly impossible to, to do i know this brain space so well just like get out of totally. my head sharon get out of my head i'm like it's time to shut your screens down mm-hmm. <laughs> like, ah this is my cue to go for a walk go Perfect. for a walk yes totally i mean i there was like another thing i wanted to do there was like some this yoga teacher that i follow and she was doing this you know ceremony for the solstice and it was at the same freaking time as this other workshop and then the great conjuncture and i was i was about to open the third screen so i could do no everybody i was like girl (laughs) get it together put that shit down (laughs) was it was it you that sent me the brene brown quote that rest is a form of self-respect yes so Uh uh-huh i'll just leave you with that she's my she's my like she's my north star Yes. Basically, like, I'm always going toward Brene Brown, All whatever she Brene says. Brown. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. But, yeah. I mean, it's totally, it's a really good point, right? It is. Yes. I mean, it's the whole idea was in that podcast episode, she was talking about the Queen's Gambit and how the um, ch- grand chess masters, uh, chess, yes. <laughs> I don't know why I said chess and checkers popped in my head. I'm like, grand checkers. <laughs> Why are chess masters? So I was like, mm, I don't know what that is, but that's who. That's who. The, 
the grandmaster chess players, right? They, they burn like the same amount of calories in those chess competitions as like Olympic athletes, which is nuts. It is. And it's the, so this got her wheels turning about like, does the brain need rest? What kind of nourishment does the brain need? And so she reached out to some like neuroscientist who was basically like, yeah, absolutely. The brain needs rest. And this past year in particular, we have had so many, as she calls FFTs, fucking first times that have totally taxed our brain. And also the idea of like decision fatigue, Mm -hmm. um, which is a big thing that like Rachel Rogers has been talking about in our biz club and like decision fatigue and first times like has it's this thing that's just been taxing us and taxing us and taxing us and taking away from our, our brain power to do all the other things, you know, we want to do. And so her thing was just like, rest is a form of self-respect because Mm -hmm. you're respecting your body and your being enough to take the break that you need to care for yourself. Yes, absolutely. You brought up this point of like this, this past year, especially has been really hard on like on everybody for that. But for me, what comes up is, is this lack of boundaries because everything Mm -hmm. is now digital. So for somebody who is not used to working from home or working from their laptop all the time, all of a sudden they're now having to figure out like, when, when am I not at work anymore? And I know as entrepreneurs, we really struggle with that. Like Mm -hmm. keeping that boundary as I'm like getting up at 4am and be like, I'm at work, but like, I literally have to put my work schedule in my phone. So I know that I'm like, okay, from 4am to 7.30am, as gross as that sounds to the rest of the world, those are my work hours. And then I take another work hours, you know, in the afternoon for a couple hours, but like, that's my time. And then every other time I'm not at work and being able to draw those boundaries it can be really hard. And then again, it leads to decision fatigue and overwhelm. And that's where my shoulds start piling up when I don't have those boundaries established for myself. Well, I'm like, I should be working on this application. I should be mm-hmm. you know, reaching out to clients. I should be playing with my daughter. I should be exercising. I should be going for a walk. And like, you can't do all those things at once. Like it's right. not possible. It's not right. possible. And so I end up going, okay, well, do I actually have to do all of these things? What would happen if I didn't? Um, Mm -hmm. And kind of working through that process. I think you and I talked before, before we were recording about like the brain acronym and that comes up in the the birth world a lot. So Mm. going through when you're making a decision, especially if there's decision fatigue or overwhelm going on or a should being presented, you should take this intervention or you should, you know, not birth at home or whatever it might be. It's analyzing the benefits, risks, alternatives Alternatives. intuition and what if you did nothing Mm -hmm. the nothing is in so Mm -hmm. yeah i like to go through i think it applies to things far beyond birth it's it's with your home remodel what are the benefits risks with your budgeting you know like totally totally i mean with everything it's like even in just sitting you know and and you don't have to like go through the entire acronym like piece by piece but that's kind of what you're what the brain does when the should spiral starts happening is right. like, it doesn't like, have to be like a 45 minute exploration. It can yeah, be like you literally journal about it. <laughs> I know you love journaling Sharon, but stop. I love journaling so much. <laughs> but, 
but yeah, I mean, that was kind of the thing that I did last night. Like I, I have a bit of a commitment to myself to just try and move every day. Mm-hmm. And the last two days, Sunday and Monday, I did not do that. And so, you know, last night was Monday night. This is Tuesday morning. Last night, Monday night, I'm just, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, okay, I've done my workshop. I've done this, I've done this. And now I need to, you know, I need to do this yoga class. And by that time I was so tired and I was shitting all over myself. And I was like, okay, benefits. Like I do this class, I'll feel good, but it will probably completely wipe me out. You know, like, and and so I kind of went through that whole thing without even really thinking about it, even though I know that tool so well in my, in the birth work that I did. So that's probably why you were able to go through it so quickly. So quickly, right, exactly. It was like, do I really need to do this? No. Like, what are the risks if I don't do it? What are the risks if I do? Like, what are, you know, what are the alternatives? I could lay on the couch Mm -hmm. and eat some beef stew and watch TV. I mean, that sounds great. I would take that right now. Yeah. Six in the morning. And I'm like, that sounds awesome. That sounds great. Right. What's my intuition telling me to do the couch thing. (laughs) But really, I think we, we shut off that intuition. We get, there's Mm -hmm. so much noise that we have lost the ability to tap into our intuition. Absolutely. And, or to trust it. Right. And like, what a shitty space to be in to feel like you can't trust your body. But I think that's, I'm really like, that's the patriarchy for you. The <laughs> but, fucking patriarchy. But truly, like, <laughs> but we've so. been taught to fear our periods mm-hmm. and to think that they're gross. We've been taught to fear birth. Yeah. And there's, I mean, fear is a major driving factor in all of this. Like, fear of not being enough, fear right. of failure. Right. Yeah. We've been taught to not listen to our body. I mean, I think about this idea of, and this is kind of the direction that I'm really going with the glow emporium is like teaching women how to listen to their body because my overall work is that's what I've been doing. Right. And being a yoga teacher, being a doula and a childbirth educator and working with the periods and everything along those lines. It's like when I, when women hear, or when people hear, like, listen to your body, what's your body telling you? So many people are like, I have no idea. No fucking clue. Yeah. And as we are not taught how to do that. Well, and, and it's, it's taken not innate years. anymore. And, right. and like, I can equate it to breastfeeding. Oh, it's natural. You'll just figure it out. Bro, no. no. <laughs> because it's not something that a lot of us have grown up seeing constantly. We're not in right. a community like we were at one point where it's, you're just surrounded by this and you're surrounded by people that can show you how to do this. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Right. <sighs> yeah, Absolutely. And so I think a good portion of, you know, how to deal with the shoulds is like, what is your intuition telling you? And I think a lot of intuition is your body's response to, you know, the subconscious dealing, trying to sort out what feels right. Yeah. And so last night, my body was just like, just rest, Sharon, like, it's mm-hmm. okay if you don't do yoga tonight. You can do yoga tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay. It's okay. It really is. The world will not crumble. The world will not crumble. Like, it's okay if you miss this. You will not turn into a potato. Conjuncture. <laughs> like, it's okay. You can see a picture of it. Yeah. And be like, wow, that was really cool. Cool. 
Was it worth stressing your whole body out and ruining your evening for? Hmm. Only you can decide. I don't know. Only you can decide. Only and that's decide. really the real real with the should. Yes. I think this is stuff we're gonna actually going to dive into uh, in our retreat that's coming up next month. We sure are. We sure are. <laughs> uh, so if you haven't marked your calendar for our very first retreat, it's February 27th. Yeah, February 27th. Yeah. It's a Saturday. And it's it's Saturday, be, the last Saturday in February. Last Saturday in February. And it's going to be awesome. So we'll be talking about this topic a little bit more there and some other fun stuff. Lots of other fun stuff. To be absolutely. To be announced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's super exciting. And um, I mean, really, yeah, I think we're going to dive into like listening to the body and, you know, how to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like unpacking well being and what that looks like for you and how to do it in an unrefined way. Just leaning mm-hmm. into our name. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so fun. Mm-hmm. So, mark your calendars. <laughs> I believe early registration is open. We'll link that in the show notes if it is. I'm 90% uh-huh. sure it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Building that boat as we're out in the water. <laughs> Y'all, so hard right now. <laughs> Welcome to 2021. 2021. We are out in the ocean building a boat. Ooh, I look, mean, driftwood. Consistency in all things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's going to be so yeah. fun. Uh, what's our takeaway for today oh well don't shit on yourself don't shit on yourself 2021 don't shit on yourself Sh- uh, stay in your own lane <laughs> <laughs> can you know. unpack that a little bit more? oh yeah i'm sorry i just like threw that topic out there <laughs> um so for me stay in your own lane um don't tell don't put shoulds on other people basically yes is, is where that comes from and uh-huh. um whether you should or should not do X, Y, or Z. I mean, you can insert anything. Like we talked about Lizzo with the juice cleanse. Don't shut all over Lizzo. Girl wants to do a juice cleanse. She could do a douche, juice cleanse. It's well, like and again, like, business. We're, we're going to see that through this whole year. So if your best friend wants to like make the new year's resolution to lose 50 pounds and start riding a Peloton every day. Great. Support her. Yeah. Don't absolutely don't shut all over her. Because I think that's the thing is like we talk about we everyone gets should, shoulded upon, but are you the shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling that to myself too because I still no, shit on people. Every, you know, everyone does. Everyone yeah. does. And so I think it's a it's a two way street. It's like analyze. You know, are you shitting on yourself and are you shitting on other people? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One of the things that Trudy LeBron talked about in the workshop last night was. You know, when somebody comes to you and they're telling you something like that they want to do, that's vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to, to tell them what you think through your own filter is, is hurtful. Yeah. Uh, potentially, absolutely. you know, and so she made us say it over and over again. What do you need from me in this moment? Yes. And <laughs> I love this, you know, yeah. instead of being like, oh, wow. Well, you know about Peloton. <laughs> You know what I heard about juice cleanses or, right. no, you know, you, like, you look great. You shouldn't want to lose 50 pounds. Like whatever it is, say, okay. You're, shitt- you're shitting on them. Don't shit on them. Don't, it's all shitting. Mm-hmm. So like, what, great. What do you need from me? Yeah. How can I support you? How can I support you? 
Right. And that support could be like unpack, helping them unpack their own why. And like, maybe they have some shoulds that they're shooting on themselves. Does this word mean anything to you anymore? I feel like we've said it so many times. <laughs> it's hit the point where I'm like, I don't even know. Um, but it could also just be like a support because when they, if you think that they're in a space where they're going to need emotional support, if you haven't created that safe space for them by being supportive from the start, you SOL. You totally. should out of luck. Totally. <laughs> should out of luck. <laughs> oh, um, okay, so this is a total tangent. <laughs> My favorite podcast, uh, besides ours, uh, Home Cooking, <laughs> just recorded and aired their last episode a couple weeks ago, and I am, like, heartbroken because it was only a temporary thing. But how this is related... Um, you and I laugh at our own jokes a lot. <laughs> and so do no. they. And it like, it made me feel better because they're just like sitting there giggling at themselves. And that's what um, a lot of this show is. Pretty and much. People are laughing along uh-huh. with us or at the very least at us. And that's fine too. Uh-huh. So anyway, <laughs> that's the whole story. <laughs> it's early. I was like, was there more? <laughs> nope. <laughs> just that we're laughing at ourselves and uh, yep. I love that. I love that. More laughing in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Please. God, more giggles. It. the world needs it. The world more needs laughing it. in ourselves. More laughing, well, more, good. more action. Yeah. And more yeah. breasts. Well, we'll just put all, the, the, all together. That's the mic drop right there. I feel like that's probably good. <laughs> well, friends, this has been another wonderful episode of Unrefined She. We love y'all so much. Happy new year. Um, happy new year. Happy new year. And uh, if you haven't had a chance yet, please rate and review our show. We love y'all so much and appreciate all the the reviews that we get. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a Christmas present every single time. Like, oh my God, somebody said something. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> Same thing with voice um, memos. So yeah, the voice memos are our favorite for They're sure. Gold. <laughs> Absolutely They're gold. So gold. Um, yeah, I guess. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.